All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Essential Wrestling Podcast. My name is Al Carl. This is episode 19, and I got some stuff on my screen. There we go. I got rid of it. This is episode 19 of the EWP. This is our 20 years in the making episode. This is our Rock Austin 3 episode, which actually, unfortunately, did turn out to be to this day Stone Cold Steve Austin's last match. And, and God, that match was absolutely phenomenal. My personal opinion, the best of the series. Um, and this is the Welcome Back Shawn Michaels episode. Michael Shawn Michaels took five years of WrestleMania off from 14, and he came back at 19 against Chris Jericho in another phenomenal match. An overall great card there. We're going to try to produce the same thing here today. But unfortunately, as you can see, uh, we have no Tyler Adele again this week. Um, real quick, just want to read you uh, what he sent me. Um, Al, uh, I thought we were friends. You're an a-hole for sharing where I went last. Blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, here, here's the part right here. Um, I am absolutely burning up down there now. Do you have any sort of soothing or any type of other recommendations to help me out? I personally don't know. So I'm asking you, the EWP universe, um, if you could, Tweet at Tyler. Send him a tweet. There you go. There's his information right there. At Tyler Adele 2 uh, with your recommendations on how to soothe Tyler's pain right now. Uh, and please use the hashtag Tyler's butt is burning. Uh, he needs our help right now. I can't do it. I've never been in this situation before. <laughs> uh, on today's show, before we get to our guest, I know this is not John. This is not John or not Ryan. Uh, before we get to him, here's the rundown of today's episode. Uh, it was Miro Day on Dynamite. Nice little surprise last Wednesday. Uh, Roman Reigns with another dominating performance on SmackDown. The Hurt Business took to, uh, took it to retribution on Raw. Eric Young and Tommy Dreamer went hardcore on Impact. Uh, Ryan Joy will once again, he'll be joining us in the next segment, discuss uh, the New Japan, uh, the G1 Climax is starting, as well as the, the Ring of Honor Pure Championship Tournament is in progress, as well as the NWA is starting up this weekend. We're getting wrestling back here. You can see his um, article on the Body Slam Brigade, who goes over all that. It was a great read. Uh, please subscribe to that. We'll get into that more a little bit later. We're going to be making our picks uh, for the upcoming week's matches, which is sponsored by ProWrestlingPick'em.com. Play against your friends. Play against the universe. And it's sponsored... By minutes2belltime.com, you will see all the names and graphics. And I got that thing again. What am I doing here? Uh, you'll see all the uh, graphics and statistics brought to you by minutes2belltime.com. We're going to main event the show with Finn Bauer winning the NXT Championship, regaining the NXT Championship. This is now his, uh, he joins that illustrious list of two-time winners. It's just him, Nakamura, and Samoa Joe. Uh, we also have number 28 on my uh, top 30 WrestleMania favorite matches of all time. Ironically enough, it is from 19. So be the uh, spoiler alert on that one. There's uh, just some, uh, something soon to come with that. But we're going to curtain jerk the show. Like I said, this is going to be a new face for everybody. But I am excited. We have our NXT UK correspondent, Gary Mihaffey, here from across <laughs> the seas to talk some NXT UK with us. Gary, how is everything going today? Thank you so much. It's late over there. Thank you for staying up. Well, not a problem. Say it's just turned 11 p.m. here, so you're fine. No, things are good. Really, genuinely looking forward. Once I heard and the old wrestling 
wise related. Once we heard NXT UK was coming back and they were taping again, I thought this is cool. Here we go. And so there's some brilliant the studio setup looks amazing. I can't wait. Um, it looks absolutely fantastic what they're doing with Big D Sport and down there. So we're looking really looking forward to it. It's all been good. I'm looking forward to it too, Garrett. And that's why we're kicking off the show with it. And they made the announcement last Thursday. Um, something might uh, might be a little bit new to us. I know, uh, you know, with American boxing and UFC, and I think we tried to do a brawl for all, and I think Impact tried to do some kind of Grand Slam. This whole round thing, apparently it is a British staple. I know on the episode of NXT UK this past week, they had a round table. Uh, with William Regal, Drew yep. McIntyre, and Robbie Brookside. Um, they gave their thoughts on it. Quick thoughts on, on this coming back and what it meant to you growing up. Oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, when I started watching, uh, World, which was World of Sport Wrestling back in the day, um, when it was on ITV, which was when there only were two TV channels, and ITV <laughs> had it main, like mid-afternoon, mid prime time, and this was on and was around base system. And I think everybody kind of, when you see it, thinks, oh, this is old school, this will work. And actually, I, I really think bringing it back, and as they talked about with Regal and Brookside and McIntyre, when they're when they're twisting it now and adding like the sports entertainment, as they called it, mm -hmm. the new style into these three-minute rounds, it's going to be fantastic. I mean, I grew up with that, with your Dave Taylors and your Fifth Finneys and Mark Rocco and stuff. And as Steve Regal and stuff come in, and even Owen Hart and Bret Hart would have been across back in the day oh, wow. on, a, on their TV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was absolutely fantastic. And a young Davy Boy Smith, like that's where he they were getting their breaks. I mean, his 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 first break over here was Davy Boy Smith when he must have been about sixteen, teaming teaming with Big Daddy mm -hmm. back in the time. I mean, it was like that was his first go, and that was that's what I grew up on. That's what I loved. And then all of a sudden WWE came on and replaced it, and it all became the Razzmatazz. But that side of it, the three-minute round stuff, uh, is absolutely brilliant. It, it does. It doesn't break the flow at all of the match. It just really helps it build. It's unbelievable. Brilliant. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And just, fans, just real quick, just be sure so you know, he's not faking an accent here. He's not from Texas. This is a British accent. He is overseas right now over <laughs> in England. So we have some legitimate commentators here, some legitimate, uh, legitimate correspondents. <laughs> Uh, Gary, here are the rules for the, the Heritage yeah. Tournament. You said three rounds. There's going to be six of them. Uh, you get 20-second breaks in between rounds. So hopefully, you know, we were talking about this pre-show. Um, that's not going to kill the momentum too much. No, uh, no, no. worry for some people. Um, you got to win two falls to win a match. Uh, pinfall submission countout. Uh, a fall is earned. The round ends. Uh, if it goes all six rounds, if it goes a distance, whoever has the most falls wins. I'm interested to see what happens if there's a tiebreaker with a 0 0 or 1 1. Um, I yeah. kind of get a feeling uh, that's how uh, it's, it's going to happen once, I think, in seven matches. Oh, uh, yeah. Gary, are we missing anything here? No, I mean, th that's all perfect. I actually thought it was really cool when, when Regal and Brookside and McIntyre were talking. When you listen to Robbie Brookside, that's what he was really saying for the wrestlers like, use the rounds to build the match you kind of build it and build it and build it so that for the fans you're almost going right this is might it end in three minutes yeah it might but you know what you might get 18 20 minutes of what's going here and just completely building and with the little breaks in between to allow you to go up bring it down go up bring it down that's what he was saying i mean it really it really was saying that and as regal said for the guys it's all about their conditioning because they are potentially going to have to go 15 18 minutes and with it being the style, like some of the guys who are in it, 
um, with with what their style is. It's not like some of the old UK style where it was a lot of mat based and a lot of holes. There's going to be a lot of flying in this. I mean, this could be 15, 18 minutes of just go, 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 which is just going to be amazing to see on TV. It'll be brilliant. I can't, I, I can't wait for it. You said we mentioned there's going to be eight guys competing in this tournament. Um, they announced those as well this past Thursday. Uh, Flash Warden Webster, that's my guy, Noam Dar, yeah. right there, the Scottish Supernova. He's going to be my pick. I'm probably going to be dead wrong, but I don't care. I'm going to ride Noam Dar. <laughs> Alexander Wolf's going to be in it uh, representing Imperium. He is Walter's right-hand guy. Um, A-Kid, Bomber Day Mastiff, Joseph Connors, uh, who was in the original um, NXT Championship Tournament all those years yeah. ago, along with Trent Seven. But then there's those question marks. Um, I have two guys in, in mind, Gary. Um, okay. It, it, is this finally CM Punk? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, it's actually me. I just don't want to say anything. Oh, yeah, well, we, we have breaking news yeah. here on the essential. Teacher Gary Mahaffey, that's what it is. I'm just going to come in. Uh, but it also is my second. I don't. I mean, I don't want to spoil whatever. This is just off the top of my head. If this is not Pete Dunn, I don't know who it is. I know. I mean, I as I say, I have to. I don't know, and I purposely, as I said to you before the show, I purposely didn't ask. Pete Dunn is one because it needs to be somebody of a name. There has been a rumor going around that they want. Um, they're going to try and get Harry Smith to come across okay. and be quite a quite a big thing in the NXT UK, but because of how it is at the minute with all of the travel and stuff, I don't think it's I – re- I genuinely don't think it's him uh, and that he's coming across. So I literally – I genuinely do hope that it would be peaked on. I really do hope. I think it needs to be somebody with enough of a name that the fa- that the local fans and, and the international fans who are watching who will know him from NXT TV from his time with, um, with Matt Riddle and stuff, I think that if it's him, that this could really, and when you look at the eight, like there are some tremendous, like there's un- some unbelievable wrestlers in that. Like the matches should just be off the chart. Like it really should yeah. be. Yeah. I, I, we, I, haven't seen, we haven't seen Pete Dunne since uh, relinquish half of the NXT Tag Team Championship um, as part of the Broserways. <laughs> Matt Riddle is just something. I, I love his Broserways. <laughs> uh, you know, he had to relinquish it. Actually, it ended up being Timothy Thatcher. We all know how that turned out. But, yeah, I mean, the, the reason for it is he's stuck overseas. I mean, during this whole pandemic yeah. times, he was over there. So I, everybody misses him. My wife actually brought him up the other day. Where, where's the guy with the knee tattoo? That's his kind of, you know, she kind of forgets names every once in a while. But she'll, she'll describe a guy. And actually, no, she, I believe she described him as the guy that wears the belt in his mouth. I'm like, what the hell are you talking yeah. about? But uh, we all miss Pete Dunne. I mean, and I think we got robbed of Pete Dunne versus Matt Riddle. Oh, yeah. Uh, this. And I've been wanting that, you know, Pete Dunn's vicious with fingers. Imagine what he can do with toes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he is, un- I mean, he is unbelievable. I do have to say, I've seen him live a few times and he comes, ac- he's brilliant on TV, but when you see him live and you just go, you are the man. Like, he is unbelievable. He's just fantastic. Um, now, I do hope, I have to say, if I'm picking... My fingers are crossed for Flash Morgan Webster, who is again is unbelievable. So I'm I'm putting yeah. my hopes on him. I hope he's going to take it. I have a sneaking suspicion Alexander Wolf, just so that they could do Alexander Wolf holding that from Imperium, and then maybe if Walter keeps the belt, 
that you've got the two of them kind of might mix it up at some point down the line. But if I was a betting man, I'd go flash Morgan Webster. So okay, so I got a high hope for Pete Dunn, but my you know my money, I don't I don't mind losing it if, if I'm betting it on no M Dar. I mean that guy, <laughs> he's just gonna be so obnoxious if he wins that thing. <laughs> it's gonna be absolutely hysterical. Um, and speaking of Walter, uh, the last time uh, that we saw NXT UK, it was way back in April, April 2nd to be exact. It was a Thursday. It was a Thursday before WrestleMania. So it was actually kind of fun going back, rewatching that, and then seeing the pirate ship and you know, hearing that song by the weekend that just gets that got me so pumped up for that show. Um, and then to just realize what they did to pull up to pull off WrestleMania, that's one thing. But um, that show, it, it was a it was say it was a quick three matches because that battle royal was oh, yeah. absolutely phenomenal. It um, really was, and, and like obviously with them replaying it again this week, like the last sort of 10, 15 minutes of it. And when you watch that again, you just go, you could see the crowd being into it, but is it just built and built and built and having Ilya Dragunov um, when he when he won it, like the the he against Walter is gonna be just like I am the world's biggest Walter fan. I think he is amazing, and I know I actually know WB. I know Hunter loves him. He would want him across in NXT full time in the states. He just doesn't want to go full time to the states. Yeah, yeah. He wants to stay here. Um, but like their their match, like seeing that battle royal, and then the last as the as the four guys close that off, um, like with Tyler Bate in that, and he's another one. Tyler Bate is just like unbelievable. Like to see oh, yeah. the way it was all finished off. And you could see actually it was funny because obviously Shawn Michaels has quite a big hand in NXT UK. Yeah. And you could see from the finish of it when Tyler Bate was doing the old uh skin the cat and he was starting to come up over the ropes and dragging off, then hit him with the with the torpedo in Moscow and put him down. It was like, yeah, yeah, you could see Michael saying this would work, go out, hold on, pull up. Um so the finish was amazing. And so it, and considering obviously that was being built, that would probably be the match would have happened by now. So considering that we're five months down the line, the fact that people are still going, oh my goodness, this is going to be an amazing match is a testament to the two guys and how good they are. So, yeah, one hundred percent. And this hasn't been easy for for Ilya Dragunov. I tell you what, just just in that battle royal alone, it was twenty guys to begin with. The final seven in that match, the six that he outlasted, Jordan Devlin. Bomber Dave Mastiff, Noam Dar, Joe Coffey, Alexander Wolf, Tyler Bate. Like that is, yeah. other than Walter, that is the who's who of what? NXT UK. And Dragonhoff got him. Like I said, Tyler Bate went to skin the pat, uh, skin the cat, torpedo Russia, and he's out. Um, yeah. Even before that, you can kind of see, let's, let's rewind to January at Worlds Collide. Um, they could have put anybody against Finn Balor in that, on that card. Uh, Joe Coffey, like I said, all the guys I just mentioned, Joe Coffey, yeah, yeah, Alexander yeah. Wolf, Tyler, Tyler Bate had a match, but they put, they went with Ilya Dragunov to go against yeah. Finn Balor, so it seems like they're very high on Ilya. Well, they, they really are, and rightly so. I mean, he he is a phenomenal talent, and he was, he was one of these guys, actually, at first, even the like of A-Kid, who hasn't had much chance. I mean, A-Kid's amazing, but for Dragunov as well, I thought, okay, they're bringing him in. He has, like, a cult following, but will it transfer to the to like the main sort of fan base and boy has it ever it really has yeah. i really think that people will get behind them massively 
it, it's a weird time when we're cheering for Russians, Gary. Let me tell you that. I mean, Nikolai Volkov, uh, Nikita Kolov, Ivan Kolov, Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago. You're rooting for Russians. What is going on here? Um, so, yeah, so that's going to be – whenever that happens, uh, I'm going to be excited to see it. I can't wait. Uh, Ilya Dragunov challenging Walter for the NXT UK Championship. Yeah. Um, on the women's side, actually, there were two matches – um, on that last episode, one was the return of Zaya Brookside, and that's my girl. I, you know, the, uh, the daughter of uh, of an NXT trainer, and she's yeah. she's in love with the business. They were saying she took time off the train. She's back in there. She had a nice win um, over Amal, and then in uh, the other one, which is what we're going to lead into uh, for next week, um, uh, it was it was Kaylee Ray. She teamed with Ginny. And they defeated the team of Piper Nimbin and Danny Luna. And it, it, it stemmed right into the, the feuds right before we left. It was it was Piper Nimbin going after that belt. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I've been very, very fortunate that having seen, like, but there was an all-women's show in the, over here in Belfast a few a couple of years ago. And some of these ones were on it. And Zaya Brookside was on it when she was only just having broken into the business. Mm -hmm. And you could see how much she loved it and how much she was really putting the hours in. I'm a massive Piper Niven fan, like Viper, as, as people over here would know her. Okay. Um, she is tremendous. And she obviously has had her health issues and stuff. Um, but people absolutely love her. She is superb. She is she's not necessarily like it being said that she's the nicest girl. She is lovely. And she's yeah. just a lovely, lovely person. But in that ring, she can go and she would kill you. Uh yeah. And I, I was wrong. I And I apologize. I prejudged years ago, and I apologize. When she was in the May Young Classic, and Angel, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't have been more wrong. I, she made it to oh, the yeah. two matches. She made it to the court, and she dominated, and she did it athletically, oh. amazingly, and it just – I was I, – I, I, I scolded myself. I judged the book by yeah. the cover, and I was completely wrong. I apologize. Oh, she is absolutely fantastic. And it must be said, tell some of the funniest stories because she was involved with it. ICW, obviously one of the promotions that's now in the WWE Network. Um, like she's tight with – she's from there, and she's tight with a lot of those guys. And some of their road stories are just – they couldn't really be told on air before. I'm not sure what time. Um, but they like it's it's just brilliant. But she is absolutely phenomenal in the ring, and again, she's another one I think that everybody just wants to get behind and root for. She's superb, absolutely superb. And then, uh, Gary, we're gonna we're gonna put you on the spot right now. That match will be next week. If you're back, we'll get your pick on that one. Yeah, uh, we have our first promoted match here, uh, for NXT UK. Um, and it is the tag team champions. Uh, the tag team champions. I do believe yeah. this is a non-title match. Um, Gallus is going to go up against Amir Jordan and uh, the Luckian, right? Isn't that his nickname, Kenny Williams? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm a big Kenny Williams fan. He was. He is uh, again. He's another one that I've seen live. Who is superb. And I'm going to go against my better judgment and say I'm going Gallus. I think they're going to. Put Gallus over hard, and I think they're gonna to they're gonna go over. It'll be a good match, and I think they're gonna go over and build them. I think they'll bring in a couple of new tag teams. I have my fingers crossed. There's a tag team from Dublin that I hope I would love to see get a chance. I don't know if they are. Um, a couple of guys more than hype. They've done some stuff for progress. They're amazing. I think eventually down the line, if they're not in, they'll come in. But I think Gallus they're gonna run with for a while and build them up uh, for a big match. So I'm gonna stick my neck on the line and go Gallus for next week. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Gallus as well. You just get, get them going strong again. Um, they did show a hype video. Uh, conspicuous by their absence was Grizzled Young Veterans. Are they officially uh, just NXT now, or as far as far as I know, yeah, I think because of travel stuff, they're both home. They are like seriously, as much as irritating as they are, and as annoying heels as they can be. Oh my word, they are super awesome. And they, they, we were at a show, uh, and he just, it's the funnest, it's brilliant, because they have the crowd going, they are absolutely amazing, just amazing. The, the guy can get people to take their shoes off because they yeah. hate him and Shane in unison. Zach Gibson is absolutely yeah. brilliant. He is superb, he is amazing. Just amazing. Okay, Gary. Well, we're gonna we're gonna call it a day. That was the only match, unfortunately, you had to pick. Thank you so yeah. much for coming on and staying well, up. Not late. a problem. Welcome back any time. Just shoot me oh. an email. I do believe this is a very long distance phone call to make, so just shoot me an email. <laughs> um, and we will have you on anytime you ever want to oh. talk NXT UK. You are more than welcome to. We love to have any you. anytime you want me, my friend. I'm always here, so anytime you want me. <laughs> Gary, thanks a lot, pal. Have a good night. No problem, buddy. Thank you. See you later. And Ryan Joy, out of default, you're going to get some bulldog music too. And thank God for public domain. Because we can actually legally use that song, Rule Britannia. Uh, I believe I looked it up. It was 1924. It was originally composed, I believe, for the British Navy. And their copyright expired. So. Free for you. We can use it. We can use that. We can use that. We can use pomp and circumstance if we ever want to. And I do believe Jerry Lawler's theme is pop. I believe that is some other type of uh, British rule, uh, British uh, song there. Hey, so I'm with you. Noam Dar, I think. Noam Dar. Oh, yeah. Like, he was gold on Raw. For the short time he's on before he was injured, he was absolute gold. All right. <laughs> Uh, oh, Gary, I see. I got to change your nameplates here. Ryan, we're going to go from the NXT UK. We got a lot of stuff in your direction here. Uh, we'll start off with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Real quick, uh, we have new uh, junior heavyweight champions, tag team champions. I believe you had that right. I believe you had Kanemoro uh, and Desperado. Yeah, yeah. As, as sort of uh, predicted by me last week, giving myself some credibility. <laughs> Coming off of that summer struggle show where I got no matches, right? <laughs> I'm glad I could call this one. Um, yeah, they they dominated and um, got that good victory over Hiromu Takahashi and Bushi, and they're your new junior tag champs. They've been tag champs before. so. Oh, have they? Okay, gotcha. I didn't realize that was their first time. It just seems like with that division, you know, if there's no Yo and Show and there's no Young Bucks now, I mean, it seems like they were champs forever because they were just untouchable as, as junior, I mean, let alone, you know, in a normal yeah. wrestling match, if they're wrestling their weight class, the Bucks are just untouchable in that division. Yeah. So, but uh, so that was a great. Okay, so good call by you. But we're gonna go right into it. Like I said, the the, the biggest tournament in professional wrestling, uh, the 30th edition of the G1 Climax. Ten guys, two blocks, 18 regular shows, and one final, all in 30 days. Round robin. It's gonna be incredible. It is absolutely incredible. We're gonna we're gonna look at them. We're gonna look at the blocks real quick, uh, Ryan, because you got these. You you did these graphics perfectly. This is absolutely amazing. So here goes the A block. I'm gonna remove the New Japan logo so we can reveal Will Osprey's head. There we go. Look at this block. It this is, is stacked. 
And each one of these guys is going to be wrestling the you know everybody. So the main event of the first show in the G1 is Okada and Ibushi. That's a rematch of Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Osprey will have a good match with every single person here, especially Shingo Takagi. This mat, this block specifically is absolutely stacked. I said all that without even mentioning Jay White or Jeff Cobb. I was just about to say, like Jay White, you said Jay White, and I believe there was somebody else you said was stuck overseas. I believe it was Kent, the Kent is in the other block. They were able to make it over. Yeah, I, I was surprised when they made that announcement. Um, I was hoping, I was hopeful to see some of our, you know, the faces that we haven't seen on New Japan in a while make it into the G1. And it's great. We got Osprey, we got Jay White, we have Kenta, Jeff Cobb. So it, it's a good, you know, it's a good batch of people to mix things up from yeah. what we've been seeing. And then in here, and here's the, uh, the other 10 wrestlers. Uh, and then they, yeah. right and in then, there is the first things that pop out in my head is Tatsuya Naito and Evil. They're going to get at each other again in this. Yeah, so there's interesting things when you look at Evil. You've got Naito and Evil, obviously. But then you also have Sonata and Evil. Sonata yep. and Evil, many time tag team champions. So um, natural rivalries built right in. Night one, or night two, uh, main event is... Hiroshi Tanahashi and Tetsuya, Tetsuya Naito. Um, also, Juice Robinson making his return. Uh, we haven't seen him in quite some time. Yeah. And the really fun, the really fun thing. A couple really fun things about this block. I love a Yano match, especially at the G1, when you have probably two straight hours of like really intense wrestling matches. It's it's great to have a Yano match in there to just kind of yeah. light up. <laughs> And then Zach's favorite to win this thing, or what are we doing here? Uh, the guy's got a victory over Okada this year. He's got to be the favorite. So I would say it's easier to look at, okay, who's going to win the A, who's going to win the B? It's tough. It's like, are they going to build – they're going to build a new star or try to build a new star and have, you know, Osprey go deep into this thing? Mm -hmm. Are they going to have Jay White win? He hasn't – he's never won the – the G1. Um, is Naito going to hold the belt all the way to Wrestle Kingdom? There's so many, you know, questions. Um, a block, I think Okada. I, I mean, I, it well, seems I, like yeah, he's that's, the strongest. That's the smart money. The smart money is always on Kazuchika Okada and anything. Like I said, I think I picked him for New Japan. I think I picked him for the other. It's just, yeah. it, it's, it's, you know, <laughs> if you lose, it's, it, it's a monumental upset. Like nobody... And I think, um, I think, I think Naito is going to win the B block, but not the finals. Okay. So, so I guess I'm going to pick Okada all the way, um, and that him winning, him winning by beating Naito will set up a Wrestle Kingdom match really well. Yeah, and like I said, he's got the you know, the winner of this tournament um, gets to challenge for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship at Wrestle Kingdom uh, for those scoring at home. That is their version of WrestleMania. Um, that's normally 80,000 people in the Tokyo Dome on January 4th every year. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. It's always on January 4th. I believe right, last right. year it was too big for just one night. They put it on the 5th as well. Um, January 5th is my birthday. So oh, I nice. Nice. There we go. I hope they do two, two nights again. That's a, it's a good present. So, okay, you're going to go Okada versus Naito and then the rematch at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, I, I'll go with Evil and Okada as, as, as the final, right? Evil's in the B block. 
That yep. A block is deep. Maybe Jay White. Have a Jay White versus Evil. You're getting some Bullet Club love in here. Maybe maybe the Bullet Club represents at uh, at Wrestle Kingdom. You never know. You never yeah, know. I, it, it could go a lot of different ways. I think the way we're going to do this on this show is um, we'll have the blocks each block. Like we just had those same graphics. We'll have the record and the score, and then we'll kind of talk about what the possibilities are. Yeah, as we go, and we got plenty of time to talk about this. So yeah, next thirty days. <laughs> yep. And then uh, we're going to switch gears because there's, like I said, we are uh, another tournament started in Ring of Honor uh, for the Pure Championship. Um, the tournament had some rules. There was two matches over the weekend. Here are the updated brackets, and you're right on point right now, Ryan. In the finals, and they won their first two round matchups, and I, that Dalton Castle match was phenomenal. Uh, you know what? I thought both matches were really great. Um, if people haven't had a chance to check this out, I think it's definitely worth your time. Check your local listings to find out when Ring of Honor is broadcast. But um, they did a nice job of setting up each match with some pre-taped promos from each person. I had no idea who this Wheeler Yuta guy was that was fighting Jonathan Gresham. I, yeah, but, I, I was gonna try to play it off like I knew who he was, but I really had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know. Well, I didn't know who he was, and then they did this nice pre-taped interview to kind of introduce him to me. And then he had a great match, I thought, with Gresham. So both matches I thought were really, really solid. It's a little weird because we've progressed so far with AEW and WWE being so far ahead in the pandemic era and figuring out how to make things work. Ring of Honor is just kind of starting back up. So um, I think they have some things to work out. It's, you know, completely no, nobody there. But the, match, the matches, I think, are really, really good. Yeah, it's one thing about Ring of Honor is, is is that's it. Like this, these are the indie darlings. These are the guys. I just I don't want to say there's no script. It's kind of just like okay, let's just let's just do what see what you can do here, and that's what the fans love. Um, like I said, going with the the brackets, uh, we got the next uh, next set on each side. Uh, David Finley, uh, there on the left, I believe that is Rocky Romero on the right, if I remember correctly. Yeah, David Finley and Rocky Romero. Yep. Uh, the yeah. winner of this gets Jay Lethal, correct? That's right. Two New Japan guys, um, and Dave Finley, we know just you know just came off a, a tournament where he made yeah. it all the way to the finals. So uh, hard to bet, bet against David Finley in that match. He'd be my pick. Yeah, so we, yeah. So we just uh, his father was just brought up in the prior conversation I had with Gary. So yeah, we'll just right. stick with the Finley theme today. Uh, and then the other, the other uh, first round matchup. The winner of this matchup gets Jonathan Grisham. Um, it is Delirious versus the Joker, Matt Seidel. Yeah, that's right. Matt Seidel knocked Delirious during hey. the AEW uh, All Out show. Um, which, if people haven't seen uh, Being the Elite this week, his slip on the top rope was completely explained. It's Michael Nakajima. I, 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 I saw a thing that they're trying to play it into a storyline, but it's yeah. it happened. <laughs> You know, it was a hot day in Jacksonville. It was humid. <laughs> Maybe he stepped on some water before he walked out by accident. There's a million things. Matt Seidel is a great wrestler. Uh, I know people are going to always poke fun at him. Um, yeah. I don't want to say that's a, that that fall was as bad as Titus O'Neil, but, I mean, Titus O'Neil will always take the cake. We'll remember it in the same vein. And he's going to win this match for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's mine as well. Matt Seidel, get him going, and then that will set up a nice match with Jonathan Grisham in the semifinals. Yep. Um, and then say you're gonna be you're gonna be going three heavy here, three companies deep. 
Um, I know we're not doing NWA Power here. I got the long, long logo, but the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance, uh, not Dr. Dre and Easy E. I know they're very easily confused. Um, the National cool. Wrestling Alliance is starting back up this weekend too. They they start back up tonight. Nine tonight. That's right, that's right. Tonight, and that's it. And we're just, we'll just get right into. It. I know there's a bunch of matches um, cool. on the card, but it's all going to come down to the main event. That's for, right. uh, I believe what Nick Aldis, I believe he calls her Sweet Charlotte. That's right. Uh, NWA, 10 pounds of gold, the NWA Heavyweight Championship. And he will be going against the Miracle Mike Bennett. And uh, uh, the Miracle, I'm, I'm a huge Miracle guy. I'm I'm just going all heart, no thought here. I know Nick Aldis has held that championship uh, minus a few months. He lent it to Cody. Uh, but he's yeah. held that championship for a while. He's had that belt forever. I, th I think they... I think the consecutive the consecutive run right now is approaching 600 days. If it's not, if it didn't just surpass it, um, but yeah, it was Canelo, years ago too when he dropped it to Cody for that hot minute, just so Cody yeah. can run around with it and Ring of Honor and yep. New Japan for a while. Yep, but but yeah, Mike Bennett, who is coming off his release from WWE, he was Mike Canellis there, and he has something to prove here. You know, he he did a really honest uh, promo that NWA put out on their YouTube channel and you know he he's got to refine himself he loves pro wrestling that's what this match is about yeah and i like i saw you know mike bennett from ring of honor through impact um i loved his stuff in impact uh i just even even when he he got away from the whole thing uh with maria for a hot second because i know it came back uh because she got pregnant towards the end of their run in wwe but his run on 205 like he was fitting in nice with those guys Sure. Yep. Um, and it's just the guy can wrestle. I, I can't. I can't. It just blows my mind how they couldn't find something more for him. But I guess so, you know, Vince is. Uh, he loves the big guys, and unfortunately, Mike Bennett is uh, a little bit on. I guess the smaller side. I don't want to get into an Adam Cole conversation yet either. Well, I think. Uh, you know, I think um, but I think this match will be good. I mean, th that's what it comes down to. I mean, one hundred percent. The NWA has something to prove, right? They're doing this on a pay per view model, so they're not going to. They they have confidence in this match because. Um, they'll have a curiosity factor tonight where people will buy in, but they've got to keep selling these things. So uh, it should deliver. All right. So who's your pick? Who do you got? I'm not, I I said I got the miracle. I believe in miracles. I, I'm going to go all this. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a. I know there's no there's no points on the line here, but I. No, I it's not. But still, it's, it's. I don't know. Yeah. But also on that show tonight, uh, Camille is wrestling tonight. She's facing yeah. Heather Monroe, who. Um, lost to Sheeta on, on Dynamite, um, so she's been she's been on AEW a little bit. Heather Monroe, and then Alexander Hammerstone, who is a mainstay on MLW, is actually uh, competing as well. All right, yeah, it should be a great show tonight. Tune in. Is that you got a big night ahead of you between? Yes, uh, you got AEW Dark, and then we have Impact, and then you have the NWA uh, relaunch. Uh, most importantly for me, I got I got to skip it all. You know, I I got a Big hockey game I got to be attentive for. So, unfortunately, um, the New York Islanders, their backs are against the wall. So, so is mine. Uh, this might be the last time you see me with my guy, too. I might be joining the next week if something goes wrong in the next couple days. Well, mine will grow in, grow in nice so that, you know, we still have keep the right ratio on the show. <laughs> All right. So, uh, we are going to bring in John DeCani has been waiting patiently in gorilla position there he is. Unfortunately, the living legend, John DeConning, the first ever PWP champion of the world. 
or of the internet or of New Jersey. I don't know what you want to call me. <laughs> um, yeah, so we kept you hanging so long. How are things today? Always glad to see you. We didn't forget about you. Yeah, no worries. Hey, the, <laughs> Ryan did the job last week. He had to wait for us to stop blathering for almost uh, 90 <laughs> minutes. So uh, uh, by all means, this, this was nothing. Uh, good to be with you again, though. And I believe uh, there's there's John Smith. John Smith, uh, he's unfortunately uh, not able to be with us today. He has some parental obligations. Might make a last-minute uh, surprise entrant at the end. We're saving NXT for last for him. Um, but if not, uh, John, we miss you too, pal. You know, we, we, we will definitely see you next week. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, I know you guys were late to the show. Um, if you have any suggestions to help Tyler out with his burning issue, um, in his loins, uh, please, again, anybody, uh, he had a doctor's appointment. He had a colonoscopy. It is on fire down there, I believe is the exact quote he used. Um, please tweet Tyler Dell at Tyler Dell 2. Uh, apparently the first one was taken already. <laughs> and, uh, and use the hashtag Tyler's butt is burning. I'll reach out to my father. I'm sure he's got some ideas for a That's sec. right. Yeah, John, your father's a doctor. This, this will work. <laughs> So, uh, fun little thing, um, out of nowhere, we kind of scoffed at this last week. Well, who do you think the best man is going to be? We're like, I don't know. Does it matter? Kip Sabian, <laughs> does it matter? You know, does it matter? Whatever. Everything's going on in AEW right now. Like, does this really mount a heel of anything? And Man, guess what day it was? Hero Day! John DeConi, how happy were you when to get you right out of the box? I'm uh, so happy. You know, I, I I had said, I think, the week prior uh, that I wanted, uh, I was calling, with absolutely no background to it, calling Miro as the wild card at All Out. And I said, I, yeah, he's going to be my CM Punk. Every time there's a, a question mark, I'm just going to throw him in there till he shows up. Because, damn it, I want Rusev back on TV. <laughs> got him, buddy! <laughs> and he looked good. Ryan Joy, did you see the uh, the tweet that he put out? That was like a two $2,500 or $2,500 outfit. Uh, Disney Gucci, I believe it was. <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, I did see Colt Cabana's response to that, where the <laughs> uh, entire outfit cost about $4 or something. <laughs> but uh, what a promo from him, too. Oh, my God. They handed him the mic and he just went to task. In 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 a matter of seconds, he really lit Vince up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No glass, no more glass ceiling. If yeah, there's no, ever going to be a company that's elite, then Miro will be a part of it. We're going to be owing a lot of push-ups because it's going to be very difficult. You know, I just stopped. You know, I just stopped saying uh, whatever his name. I'm starting to call him John Moxley. Now we got to do all this all over again. <laughs> so um, it's going to be different. But Miro, welcome back, buddy. We've missed you. We love you. Miro Day! The man is a treasure. The man is a treasure. Uh, the main event of the evening, uh, a match that we kind of, I want to say, saw coming. I know Brody Lee defended uh, the TNT Championship. Ryan, I believe that is his first title defense, right? He defeated Dustin Rhodes. Correct. First um, pretty decent match. And John McConaughey, you called it. I'll let you lead, I'll let you lead with this first because you called it. Knock down, drag out, two big hosses, two big boys. Yes, Seeing two guys who are legit, uh, I think about 6'6", six, six, 
pull off a destroyer yeah. in kind of in a in a rolling sequence. I mean that God, God, I love Dustin and you know all all props to uh, Mr. Brody Lee. That was just uh, you know an impressive match by two big fellas. Yeah, and then right at the end, you know, the celebration. Uh, you know, after the discus clothesline, uh, Brody Lee hit his thing. That's going to be a signature now. That discus clothesline uh, knocked Dustin for a loop, got the pinfall. <laughs> Here comes Coke Cabana. Nope. No. It's not <laughs> <that>. <laughs> so, yeah. Cabana, I'm sorry. What was that? I just said poor Coke Cabana. Yeah, well, you know what? If it's not going to be Brody Lee, it's going to be me and John Smith because, you know, let's say Coca Banna is still responsible for our perfect pay per view being destroyed uh, last <laughs> Saturday for All Out. So, um, the opening contest, very, very phenomenal contest. Uh, Jurassic Express and the Lucha Brothers knocked down, drag out. But again, Ryan, again, here we go. There's distension, and like I'm, I'm, I like Eddie Kingston. I, I love that he's around. I love it when he talks. The New York accident, obviously, it just does it for me. But like, okay, stop making guys kiss and make up here. Like, let's. <laughs> you just want that Lucha Bros and Butcher and Blade feud to just happen. Well, not even that. You have the Lucha Bros fighting each other. You know, like stop <laughs> making up. Like, you, you hug. You, you're my best friend. You're my <laughs> best friend. We've been through everything. Yeah, I I mean, unless we're gonna get that Pentagon Phoenix match, then I don't want them to break up. <laughs> no, I don't want them in no way. Not until they win the tag titles. Like they, they that's just no way. Absolutely no way. Yes. And if they were on Raw, they would have broke up last week with everybody else, John McCon. Yeah, absolutely. I just I need some help here from you fellas. Uh, the reference that Eddie Kingston made when he was talking to uh, I think Penta. And he said, "Where's your, where's your little British friend? Any idea what that was a reference to? Is yeah, that his tag partner or something that he was?" I, I missed that. Gary's offline. He's already oh, gone. Maybe that's a question we can ask him next week. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, uh, again, uh, the Lucha Bros, you know, deliver a good match, even though they they took the L. And uh, once again, Jurassic Express only winning when we expect them not to need to win. Uh, but uh, you know, a good match, nonetheless. Yeah, John DeCon, are you, are you trying to spread the rumor that Pac is going to be the eighth man in the NXT UK tournament? Ah. There you go, your little British friend from the Death Triangle. You, I think you've answered my question, sir. That's it. There you go, Pac. That's right. The Death Triangle. And we talked about him in the pre-production too. We talked about the field. That's right. <laughs> okay, so uh, did not dawn on me. <laughs> now, one last thing with Eddie Kingston, though. He mentions I I missed this. I didn't even go back and watch it. He wasn't eliminated correctly. He wasn't technically eliminated from that battle royal, John McConney. I Yeah, I don't know. Did he? Did, did Butcher and Blade catch him and he didn't hit the floor? I I didn't understand what he was talking about. <laughs> I mean, John Brian Joy, did you watch it again? I know they were on the turnbuckle. I, I know that's kind of the gray area. I watched it twice. And before he made that comment, and I never saw anything that looked like, you know, foul play or anything. I, I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. All right. Well, it's to be continued to that one because he kind of went again with Eddie Kingston. He just, just got to go away with that a wink, you know, and then see you <laughs> next week. But um, as a result, I guess this is as a result of winning that match. And then during FTR's tag team championship celebration, um, FTR was kind of taking some shots at all the tag teams. 
I believe they 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 called Lucha uh, <laughs> Jurassic <laughs> Express. Uh, it called them kind of like a sideshow act, kitty act, or whatever. Cosplay, um, we talk about now. Uh, FTR, I believe this is non-title. Um, FTR is going against the Jurassic Express. John DeCani, on you, babe, on you. You know, I, I want to say this is where Jurassic Express pulls one out that we don't expect and earns the title match, but FTR are still undefeated, so I, I don't see it. So I'm going to go with FTR. I'm going to go with FTR as well. Like I said, that zero has got to remain a zero until they lose the belts just to give them. I mean, this isn't it's, this isn't WWE, you know. Like, if they're going to track undefeated records, Ryan, like just like you are, yeah. You know, if they're going to track it, that zero's got to stay in zero until they lose the title. It is weird though that they made it a non-title match. Um, that's just it's like if it's non-title, why wouldn't you have Jurassic Jurassic Express win? Um, but I I agree with you guys. It's got to they got to be nine and zero. Maybe it's a DQ situation. Uh, who knows. That, that's weird for them too. Only one in history. So. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was the Iron Man match. Pac lost a lost a fall from DQ. That's the only one they've ever had. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah. Very see the Alliance Sports Bureau of Professional Wrestling. Ryan Joy. <laughs> Minutesofbelltime.com. Subscribe to the Body Slam Brigade. <laughs> Just the whole nine. Thank you, Ryan. This man is good. Al Carl, my hype man. <laughs> uh, Matt Hardy came out. Everything's good to go. He looks good. He sounds good. He's going to be okay, which is a nice little thing. It wasn't anything wrestling related. I think he's, I think Sammy and I are done wrestling. Yeah, well, you know what? You almost killed each other about five times already. I think it's the time for just to keep Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara, you know, Guevara away from each other. Uh, more for Matt's safety. I think Sammy kind of, I mean, he had the one gash the one time. <laughs> Uh, compared to what Matt went through between the chair shot to the head and the, the, the concussion. But, you know, Matt's going to be okay. Uh, Matt Hardy will not die. I believe that that's been his phrase for about 15 years now. So uh, good for Matt. Thank you. We'd love to see you. Glad you're okay. Uh, Orange Cassidy um, had his first match post uh, Mimosa Mayhem, Ryan Joy, against the guy that hasn't been on Dynamite in a very, very long time. And I was so happy to see Angelico back on TV. Yeah, TH2 has been a uh, they've been they've been on dark a little bit, um, but mostly in singles matches. It's, they've only had I think one tag match since they've been back. Um, those guys are fun to watch. They're I mean, awesome. Uh, Lucha Underground graduates, right there. That's why I know Angelico, and that's where I know Jack. They weren't a tag team in Lucha Underground. Well, they didn't have tag teams. They had trios down there. But Jack Evans was running around with Johnny Mundo and uh, PJ Black in the Worldwide Underground. Jack Evans fit perfectly in with those two. Um, they're they're fun to watch this, so. John DeCotti, post-match, um, after Orange Cassidy hit the Superman punch, Santana and Ortiz came out. Uh, they started beating up on Orange Cassidy, which led to the best friends to come down. Uh, Santana Ortiz uh, hit the high road. Uh, long story short, they had a conversation. And we have a parking lot fight, uh, which is going to end the feud between the best friends and Santana and Ortiz. Um, I believe it was the Dynamite before All Out. Santana and Ortiz got the win. I think, weren't they wearing those Yankees? 
pants or jumpers, whatever, whompers, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, yeah. So, John DeConte, who you got in the parking lot fight? Or is, is there even going to be a winner? And does Trent's mom have a new car? <laughs> that, was, that was my angle right there I, for, for the, the virtue of Trent's mom's uh, minivan. I'm going to go with best friends. Ryan Joy, who do you got? I picked Santana and Ortiz last time. I'm going to pick him again this time. I, I just think they need to get a string of wins, wins together and go for those tag titles. They have not had an opportunity yet. No, they haven't. And I think Santana Ortiz versus FTR would be absolutely amazing. And John Smith would love a little heel-on-heel -heel action right there. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm not sure. Is that a Santana Ortiz? I know this isn't WWE. I just made that point. But it just, it, I feel like this is the buyback. And when, you know, I think best friends were made to win this. They're motivated now. Like Santana Ortiz before, they were they were on the offense. They were the aggressors. They were the one bleaching and destroying cars and whatever. Yeah, could be um, happy. Now, I think the best friends get the final nail on the coffin here, so I'm going to go with the best friends on that one. Um, they had two interviews during Dynamite last week. Uh, one was Hangman Page uh, sitting down, and he was dejected, very uh, upset that they lost the tag team championships. I don't worry, Kenny and I will get back together. We'll work it out. We're the greatest tag team in the world for 100 and whatever days. We're going to be okay. Then you fast forward to an interview in the ring with Kenny Omega. Now nah, I'm done. I'm going on singles action. <laughs> so it doesn't even lead to a Kenny Omega match. Actually, Hangman Page is going to be up first. Ryan Joy, uh, he's got Frankie Kazarian of SCU. Um, Hangman Page, 1-0 this whole entire time. What were they, 17-0 as a tag team? It's gonna be his second singles match of the season. He's he only has he only got that one victory recently too against Alan Angels. Um, I was shocked when I was doing those stats. I'm like, wait, did I have him coded as somebody else? Like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. One singles match all year, victory over Alan Angels. His second singles victory is against Frankie Kazarian. Yeah, it's it's tough to. I I don't see any interference yet from Kenny Omega. I I, I think this is a. Uh, I yeah. guess Sean DeConnie, what they call in the wrestling world, a slow build. Very. <laughs> John DeConnie, I believe you're – oh, yeah, well, you got muted. Oh, there you go. That, you that, was, uh, that was on me. I had somebody knock on the window. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, definitely a very slow build as this whole thing has been. Uh, like, you know, like I've been saying from the beginning, I don't think they knew what they wanted to do in breaking them up. I'm not sure they still know what they want to do and eventually getting around to God willing, putting them together in one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to go with, going to go with hangman in this match against Kaz. I almost hope that he loses and it circles him down darker and darker and sadder and sadder. But I, I think they're, I think they're going to give him the win here. Yeah, completely agree. I got to start this off. Slow build. <laughs> I'm very excited for the Omega singles run, though. I yeah, think I think that's what everyone's looking for. I said, if you start to turn into the cleaner, you know, uh, Bull Club, Kenny, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, you know, we, we joke around. We poke fun at the stars and everything, but we're not taking – we're not really taking shots at Kenny Omega at all. Like, he's phenomenal. So, like, don't yeah. – please don't take what we're saying the wrong way here when <laughs> Kenny Omega all of a sudden has a 53-star match. You know, it's not really <laughs> – kind of poking fun on uncle dave and not kenny omega um well when they announced that dynamite upcoming that has just one match on it and it's kenny omega you can it's just going to be a two-hour match yeah exactly 
Uh, I'm fine with Jericho that. Dick Hager defeated Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela. We are not getting the Chris Jericho versus Sonny Kiss feud that we had hoped for. Um, instead, after the match, Chris Jericho saying they're going to go over the tag titles. Um, maybe we should have put this first ahead of that Best Friends versus Santana Ortiz match. You have two teams in the inner circle going for the tag team championships. I don't know. But uh, they're going to continue their journey next week as they got the private party. Uh, Ryan Joy, who do you got? Yeah, inner circle. I mean, it's too early for them to lose. Well, Don't mean okay. to be so brief about it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I don't know where uh, that's back of the time. I lost the time on. I lost the clock on the show. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh my God. Going off air for a second. John the Connie, who do you got? Yes, well, as brevity is the soul of wit, I shall be brief. Jake and Jericho, baby. Yeah, there's no reason to say that. They're going to go on that tag run. And now it's right when, you know, what, don't say, well, we're, we're complaining. You know, we don't complain with, you know, Kenny Omega out of it. But the tag team division like that, the complaint is, why do you need two singles wrestlers? As a tag team. Tag, and we finally got over it. Yep. And then the three days later. <laughs> We got two singles wrestlers team. We're going to go over the test. I mean, we all think it's going to be Jericho and Hager, but what a win for private party it would be, right? If they just stopped it right there. They just stalled this right away. That'd be that'd be an incredible win for private party. Technically um, a win for Santana and Ortiz. Yep. Yes. <laughs> uh, Nyla Rose uh, defeated Ty Conti. Uh, with a beast bomb in Ty Conti's, uh, I guess, first official singles match as an AEW elite wrestler. Uh, fun thing I saw on Facebook. I can't believe they're burying Ty Conti again. Ugh. You lose one match and you're buried. Like I, I to a former champ, no less. I, I know, right? Like this is freaking. Just relax. Everyone just needs to relax. Losses, okay. Just relax. Most matches have a winner and a loser. Yeah, <laughs> when you see a man, they more mad when they don't. <laughs> um, what would they say about Nyla Rose if uh, if Tay Conti had defeated her? Yeah, Barry. Nyla Rose attacked Tay Conti after the match. Uh, here comes a Shida with the kendo stick, and it looks like we're circling right back to Shida and Nyla Rose again. Uh, this time, uh, Vicky Guerrero will be involved, so hopefully, uh, Shida can uh, weather this storm. Um, also, uh, MJF will be in action. We'll put his beautiful face up there. Look at that smirk. You really just want to punch him. He's got that, like, he's just a natural heel. You just want to punch him in the face. Very punchable. Um, he fired his, his, his whole campaign, uh, minus Wardlow. Wardlow kept his job. Uh, they kind of got into it. Did not realize Wardlow was not an AEW wrestler. Didn't realize he worked directly for MJF. Um, so that's interesting. Um, and then a match, I guess, sticking with the women's division that I, I didn't know was happening until uh, a couple hours ago. But here we go. Thunder Rosa and Evil East. Uh, we're getting some more Thunder Rosa again. And she's putting the women's championship on the line. Her NWA women's championship against Evil East. Uh, Ryan Joy, as our senior NWA correspondent, this is your championship. This is your jurisdiction. Who do you got? Well, Th Thunder Rosa is 5-0 and under the NWA banner. Six and one overall, as the graphic showed. Um, so, Thunder Rosa sounds good. John DeConi, yeah, as much as I'd love to go with La Sicaria here, I'm gonna say that Thunder Rosa retains. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Thunder Rosa as well. But the, the, the wild card and all this Diamante is probably gonna be lurking around somewhere. I mean, I don't know, 
can, I guess the NWA is kind of known. Like I said, we just had that conversation. Uh, Nick Aldis dropped the Ring of Honor, cha- uh, the NWA Championship on Ring of Honor, um, so Cody could you know tour the world with it uh, and whatnot. I don't think I, I can't imagine this being uh, the same situation. So that will uh, put a bow on AEW. It's going to be a great show on Wednesday night. Uh, we'll fast forward through the week and make a stop last night on Raw. Uh, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of stuff went on last night. It was a great show, but then a lot of stuff went on. Uh, Cedric Alexander and Ricochet, uh, sometimes they had their match, their rematch after they said they, they botched an ending. Um, that Ricochet kicked out at two with the referee count of three. Uh, it's, well, they botched another one. Don't worry about it. We'll get to it later. <laughs> but a, uh, what a lumbar check by Cedric Alexander, John DeConi. Wow. Did Ricochet bounce high? Yeah, yeah, I, you know, and I'm going to go back to the well again and say that reminded me a little bit of the way uh, RVD takes a DDT where he seems to spring straight up from his neck. Uh, yeah, the uh, Ricochet, wow, did he go for a ride on that lumbar jack. Yeah, sold to the man in the black and gold tights. Indeed. Uh, so Cedric Alexander got the win. Uh, Retribution actually spoke again. Um, does still sound like nails to me. Could be the shock master. It's interesting to see where this one is going to go, John McConney. Uh They spoke after Alexander's match, uh, and then the Hurt Business went backstage to the to the Postman Pierce, um, offering their services uh, to take out Retribution because they're getting tired of it now. So um, during the Drew McIntyre Keith Lee match, it was interrupted by Retribution Ryan Joy and Rudy. <laughs> Get the hurt business out there. Like I'm sitting there, like it's like, where's the hurt business? Get the hurt business out there. They said they're gonna come out and do this, and that's how we ended the show. Here comes the hurt business. The best part is the hurt business comes out looking like a million dollars, right? They are all wearing suits and yep. ties, and they that is the gear they fight in. <laughs> they're out looking <laughs> for a fight. They're all underground with that stuff on. Like they they they, they don't got to take their jackets off, their ties off, and they're good to throw down anywhere. But. That was a that was a cool sequence because I was I was watching this and I'm like seeing all the fighting on the outside of the ring I'm like okay here's we're gonna see a big Keith Lee spot a big Keith Lee spot and we got to see a big Keith Andrew spot where they both did Tope Come Heroes over the top. So yeah, John DeConi said that Keith Lee and uh, Drew McIntyre they they got into it more and more as the show went on. Keith Lee kept on getting in his face and then kept putting his hand in his face and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they were. They were. They first. They were grumbling backstage at each other. Then they were rumbling backstage, and then it uh, continued to the ring. But uh, you know, what an ending to the show! Those who put on a very nice truncated match that you weren't quite sure how it was going to go. You know, are you are you really going to see uh, this? You know, upstart pin the champion to get the shot. At, you know, at the title if Randy's not ready to go. Uh, but I, they did what I kind of figured they would do, and I think it was the right thing to do. Retribution uh, interferes again, and uh, like Ryan said, you get uh, you get the hurt business coming out looking like looking like the new age horsemen. And I got to be honest with you, I popped hardcore watching those dudes start you know peeling off those jackets and coming yep. down to take care of business. That that was very very well done. That it was reminiscent to me. There was there was at one point. Uh, during the invasion all those years ago. 
And the, the alliance was in the ring. It was actually right where the first story. It was, it was, I think it was probably still just WCW back then or whatever. Kurt Angle's music hit. The crowd went nuts for the I never heard him get shivered, but I kind of caught like I want I want Kurt to kick Booker T's ass right now. Like this is like no, <laughs> I got caught like I can't believe I'm rooting for Kurt Angle right now. Like this is you know, I always loved him. I thought he was great, but like he was never the good guy up until that point. Um, but then it's just fast forward uh you know to modern day. We'll t- we're going to talk about it next week because we have uh, the Clash of the Champions uh, Gold Rush uh, is next weekend. We're going to make our picks next week for it. They already had the graphics set up for Drew McIntyre versus Keith Lee in an ambulance match along with the Randy. I don't know what they're doing with this. I don't know where they're going with this. Kind of have an idea, but I just like, why are you – the graphics already – it's they didn't need to show that graphic. And now, now I'm confused. Now I don't know – I don't know what's going on. So we have to tune in next Monday night to find out what's going on in an ambulance match and who Drew McIntyre is facing. Got a funny feeling it's going to be both of them. But um, there was a cage match that night, uh, last night as well. Uh, took two curb stomps to put down Dom Mysterio. Uh, so Seth did get the win. Man, Buddy Murphy. Man, John DeConi. Yeah, the poor fella just can't get out of his own way accidentally slams the cage door on the Messiah's face. And then he got his receipt very quickly at the end of that match when uh, it looked like Rollins was coming over for, oh, it's okay. It worked out yeah, fine yeah. in the end. And uh, no, instead he got some lumps. Yeah, and he, he took two hard ones backstage before the match even started. But Ryan Joy, I'm, I'm watching it this morning. Unfortunately, uh, living where I do in northern New Jersey, the Giants took precedent over my TV last night. Um, so it's gonna be probably gonna be Tuesday morning raw for the for the next 17 weeks or 16 weeks or so. Um, but I'm sitting there watching the match. We we didn't talk about it last week because it wasn't advertised. I'm kind of thinking, like, you know what would be a really good swerve right here? Why is Ray's daughter all of a sudden around? Why is this what's her name? Aaliyah? Why is it imagine she joins Rollins? Like I thought I'm waiting for that swerve in the cage where Ali just kind of slips, you know, they're slipping kendo sticks into each other. You know, the daughter is the one that goes with, you know, she's the one that turns out of all of them. But it, it actually ended up being that she actually showed Murphy some sympathy at the end. So she's going to get involved, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe she'll be the person who creates a bridge between the Mysterio family and Murphy. Um, or, or not, maybe <laughs> Seth Rollins will bring her over. I, it, it'll be, that's, that's kind of an interesting open question. Right. Are we going to get Murphy versus Rollins? Are we going to get Murphy versus Ray? Are we, what what's happening? What's happening here? Do we, does Ray's wife join Rollins? Does Ray what what happens here? It's it's kind of I've been ready for a period on this story for a long time. Yeah, but it's going to evolve, and I think an evolution will help. I, I think Batista's retired, but. Um... <laughs> Rick Flair would be happy to come back. Rick Flair, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, um, I, maybe it'll be fun. Like I said, let's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find excuses for Aaliyah Mysterio to join Rollins. Not like this whole thing with Murphy is like a swerve, and like Rollins, like okay, well, she fell for it. Let's get her. Like this whole thing does it show sympathy? Uh, He's yeah. using Murphy, and Murphy's a part of it. They get uh, this, there's a lot you can do with this. Uh, as long as everybody keeps their eyes in their sockets, everyone's good to go, I think. But yeah, yeah this has been going on for a while. Um, 
you know, Hell in the Cell next month. Ooh. Is it going to keep going? Is right back in time? I don't know. Um, John DeCani, did you know that Drew McIntyre does not like to wear underpants? <laughs> and that's how the Claymore was born. <laughs> I suppose if I put any thought into it, I could have guessed. But I, I try to keep my thoughts away from Drew McIntyre's crotch at all times. Yeah, well, that's what it is. But he's Scottish. You know, Piper never wore anything under that kilt as far as, I mean, I don't know. That's what I was told. I don't. So that makes sense to me. Uh, I bought it, sure. Yeah, Bobby Lashley defeated Eric of the Viking Raiders with a full Nelson. Looks like Ivar is going to have surgery. Um, unfortunately, the fix is broken cervix or something. I, I still don't get that injury. Um, there was a women's. Raw Women's Championship match last night. Like I said, we go from fixing one uh, messed up ending. Uh, Ryan, can, Mickey James was not able to continue. I don't know what happened. Mickey James looked surprised herself. Um, I don't know if <laughs> maybe we were writing the show as it was going, and there was somebody in the ref's ear saying, "Hey, we got to end this match so I can send Selena Vega out." <laughs> I don't know. It was it was weird. Yeah, that was weird, and it's unfortunate because she even said in the end, this might be the last chance I have at the Raw Women's Championship, and it was an emotional thing, and you figured she wasn't going to win, maybe they give it to her for two weeks so she can walk down the aisle at the clash with it just to give it back, you know, there's a couple things that went through my head, none seemed reasonable, but like, the one thing that wasn't really, like, this is her last, she just got robbed of her last ever Raw yeah. Women's Championship, because now here comes Zelina Vega, John Nakani. Yeah. And Zelina's done. She, she's done babysitting Andrade and Angel Garza. She wants a shot at Asuka. Yeah, well, to, to, to roll back just a couple seconds there, as I was doing my last-minute homework trying to see if there were any new you know, breaking rumors or news, I did see an article that said, uh, I guess Mickey sold one of the last uh, you know moves so well that someone watching on a monitor went to the ref's ear and said just, call it a match so it wasn't uh, it wasn't oscar or mickey's fault and it wasn't necessarily the referee's fault it was someone in the ref's ear and because it wound up looking so botched on tv apparently they are going to run it back one more time let those two have the match that we had hoped for because that match was uh, you know, less than i would have expected out of both of them from start really? to finish i was actually i actually kind of thought you know maybe mickey james had taken a bad bump early in the match because it just like I expected something really crisp from those two, yeah. and that match, even without the bad ending, I didn't think was great. So I'm really excited that you're gonna. It looks like they're gonna get to do it at least one more time. I thought there was a lot of back and forth with that match. I was kind of actually happy with that match, but I guess like I said I'm the easy critic here. And 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 by the way, John, that is shame on you for reading internet articles. <laughs> oh, you know, Mick Alder <laughs> tweet that morning, and he said when Mickey wins the Raw Championship tonight. We'll start the 20 Pounds of Gold podcast. So, nice. we'll give another shot at that. <laughs> and for uh, for Steve Kroger, here's what happened on the rest of Raw. Uh, the Street Profits won the Champions match against Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura after Angelo Dawkins, not Montez Ford, it was Angelo Dawkins that hit the, uh, the splash, the cash-out splash um, on Cesaro for the win. Um, Kevin Owens defeated Alistair Black with a stunner, which I was excited for that for that uh, for that matchup. That pair, I got excited for. But yes, put these two in there. I apologize for fasting forward; gonna be running low on time. The lights flickered. Alistair Black got distracted, stunner, and done. Uh, look for that to get run back as well. 
the Riot Squad defeated Natalia and Lana. Um, and that was uh, the match. Uh, that was their final tune-up match for Night of Champions. They will be challenging Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax at Night of Champions for the Tag Team Championship. And then Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman showed up, and this is not the, the quarterly thing or whatever. He just wanted to fight and roll on the ground. Shane wasn't going to stop him. Shane was excited to see him. Uh, he went in there, but apparently Shane did something very unroll underground, like stopped a fight and was going to wait to promote it for next week. So we're going to get Braun Strowman and Daba Kato, uh, the two big hots. You can see Strowman the entire time was in there. You can see Daba Kato in the back of the TV. I'm like, okay, this is going to be nuts. This is going to be nuts. And then they, ah, to be continued. Kind of like a draw in an Iron Man match. Ah. <laughs> um, and then the other WWE program rewind from Monday to Friday and layeth the smacketh down. Uh, we started the show with Paul Heyman, and I did. I I thought he slipped up the first time he said it, but now I, I get the pun. The reigning reigns. Reigning and defending Universal Champion Roman Reigns. Uh, they shot a nice little promo. Uh, again, Heyman talk, talk, talk. Jay Uso came out. He said his thing. Then here comes Corbin and here comes Sheamus crying nepotism. Um, that Jay Uso was put in the triple threat match last week for uh, an injured Big E. Uh, it was supposed to be four. They took out E to make it three. And then they wanted to keep it that way. But they put Jay Uso in as well. Um, then they put a tag team match. Uh, for the end of the night, Jey Uso uh, kind of booked that one, uh, John the Connor. You're kind of smiling. Uh, Jey Uso, he did everything. He wanted and then here, Roman just cleaned up the mat. Nice little tag. Nice little, a nice little love tap for his cousin. It wasn't one of those smacks. It wasn't. That was kind of, I'm in. Spear, done. Yes, I thought it was a nice tip of the cap to uh, the old uh, uh, SmackDown GM there that, you know, that you have a problem in the opening segment. We don't have a tag team match player. And you yeah. know, Jay, Jay Uso put that one together, and uh, uh, uh pardon me, uh, and then almost got to finish it up. But uh, cuz shows up, wrecks everyone, and wins or leaves or whatever. Oh, and then yeah. they had that, they had that moment of uncomfortable togetherness at the top of the ramp where uh, cuz raised uh, the, the belt and uh, the champion's arm, and then they just kind yeah. of peered at each other, like, I don't know about you right now. So it's gonna be gonna be interesting going forward, seeing exactly what they do with this. Yeah, so next week we're gonna, we're gonna have to pick this week now. I got a couple wild ideas on my head, Ryan. Uh, we'll save those for next week's show uh, for our for our uh, picks for the Clash of Champions. Uh, but Ryan, uh, another match that was booked for the Clash of Champions. First off, the, uh, the SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey, she came out saying she was using Sasha the whole entire time. Great. Uh, but then there was a fatal four-way match where the winner uh, got the challenge, uh, gets the challenge Bailey at Clash of Champions. And then you look at the graphic, like, okay, she fought her at Money in the Bank. She fought her at this. She fought. She's she's already run through. The, she's on her second time around the SmackDown Women's Division, Rock. Who was your pick for that match? Do you, do you remember in your head who you had in that match? Uh, I don't think I picked somebody. <laughs> I think okay. I, <laughs> I, I mean, so so Nikki Cross comes out with the win. So we see Bailey, Nikki, 
12 or whatever it is at this point. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, and then during the match, John Nakani, Alexa Bliss was in that match, and that was a very, very no, – oh, I'm not crying at all. That was an impressive Sister Abigail that Alexa Bliss hit on Nikki Cross. Yes, yes, she she went she went down deep, gave her the little uh, peck on the cheek and ripped her around and yeah, very well done. And then we got to see her walk off in a trance as we came back from commercial. Yeah, and uh, and it gave Nikki a ch- chance to get a little rest uh, as the other two fought for another five to seven minutes before she would come in and uh, get her victory. So uh, yeah, what, what's what's going on with Alexa? Uh, what happens now with Nikki? You know, do, is is Nikki going to lose again to Bailey? You know, and then at, at what point? At that point, is she not officially buried in the women's division? <laughs> that word is so overused. I, I, I was I was literally poking fun at wrestling fans, and then you just bring it up that somebody gets buried. There's no. Yeah, you can always somebody loses, you can make them win the next week and it's over. Like look at Ace Hoss and a Madman Fold. They got buried by the rascals. Well, you know what? They're probably gonna be tag team champions in a couple of weeks. We'll get to them in a little bit. But yeah, so that match is signed. We'll get into our predictions for Bailey and Nikki Cross next week as they're having, I believe, their third or fourth match in the last few months. I think it's uh, three. SmackDown Women's Championship. Um AJ Styles defeated Jeff Hardy via disqualification. Um, in an Intercontinental Championship match, Sami Zayn interfered because he was upset that obviously he's not title on the line. This this better get booked as a ladder match. They're saying that every championship must be defended. If this even if this is on the SmackDown before and it's still is it still like I'm, I don't know. I just I give up on <laughs> Intercontinental Championship ever being on a pay per view ever again. Uh, Otis defeated John Morrison um, again with a Vader bomb. Um, and then again, Miz stole the contract because he has lawyers. He said the week before, oh, you can't do it this way, but apparently he has lawyers. John, if it's, if it's for me, I'm not here, pal. It's probably Tyler looking for some answers. Um, uh, yeah, so I outsmarted Miz and Morrison again. He kept uh, the contract, and I guess in the big briefcase, they had the wrong lunchbox. Otis is having fun at their expense. But then on uh, Talking Smack Saturday morning, Ryan Joy, Mills – Miz pulled a little bit of a coup. I don't know if this was him or or he just made the announcement, but Mandy Rose gets traded to Raw. Yeah, that's interesting, right? Um, it, it opens up some possibilities here. You know, are, are we maybe Otis leaves with the briefcase? I don't think there's any rule that says he has to challenge Roman Reigns. No, he doesn't, and that's, I think that's the loophole there to get him out of that fiend Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, all that whole mess that was just going on. But this is a little genius of Miz. He's, he kind of went a little below the belt, John DeConi. If he was the one responsible for getting Mandy Rose traded, if he can't beat Otis, might as well hit him in the heart, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, is there any more heel tactic in the history of heel tactics than – no, genius. I, I – I can't outsmart you and steal your contract, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make your girlfriend go away. I mean, come yeah. on, how did, I hate the Miz, but stuff like that makes me love the Miz. I just love that character. If this is a Miz and Morrison thing, like that, this is absolute genius on their part. I know it's storyline, whatever, but if this is you know, K Fame, if this is the Miz, <laughs> <I'm> a jerk. 
Um, and then some unfortunate news. Uh, we do have the uh, the sad displeasure of reporting that Pasquale, the persevering parrot, um, did not make it. Bray Wyatt forgot to cut holes in the box. Uh, we could not persevere without air. Um, nice little play on words and some jokes of Bray Wyatt in the funhouse. I appreciated that. I, I was laughing actually. Said the persevering parrot. I'm like, he's not coming out. Um, but we did get uh, Wobbly Walrus. Uh, looks vaguely familiar. Uh, so it seems that uh, <laughs> Wobbly Walrus guy. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say he looks vaguely familiar, and it looks like Bray Wyatt is not giving up on his pursuit of regaining his Universal Championship. Um, kind of giving away the ending doing this from the Roman Reigns Jey Uso match. I, mean, I guess we kind of know Roman's going to win, but still. like Anyway. Oh, you're not picking Jey Uso in that match? <laughs> you're not picking Jey Uso in that match? It's, what are the odds? <laughs> I guess the Cornhound Solo will never tell me the odds, right? <laughs> um, John DeConi, we are going to go to your neck of the woods. Um... Finally, the, the theme song can ring true once more. Impact owns the night. No more Epic. Super Tuesdays from NXT. They can go back to their originally, uh, originally scheduled feud with AEW Dark. I know they got a half a bit of problem with the NWA starting at 9 o'clock. <laughs> uh, but they own the night again. No more Super Tuesday from NXT and championship matches up the wazoo. Uh, they opened the show with Alicia Edwards. Alicia Edwards. Alicia Edwards, I always say her name wrong. Alicia Edwards uh, interrupted Eric Young on behalf of her husband, Eddie. <laughs> Eddie, Eric Young went to pile driver. <laughs> That's only Eric Young does. <laughs> uh, and then Tommy Dreamer came out uh, to save Alicia Edwards. Uh, cut it again, Tommy Dreamer with the promos lately. He's just, he's still that same guy with the heartfelt, and you kind of just want to, you know, go in the battle with him. Uh, telling Eric Young to end his, 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 uh, end his career, have any type of match you want. Uh, and they did it uh, later on that night. It was old school rules. Um, and again, a hockey mask into a pile driver uh, got Tommy Dreamer, John DeConi. Yes, indeed. Yeah, we, we saw we saw a heck of a back and forth. We saw a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, pie sheets and signs and, a table set up in the corner and, you know, all kinds of plunder. And uh, in the end, it was the old uh, eye gouge hockey mask to the skull and uh, a pile driver. Oh, that's, uh, and uh, then, after you know, afterwards, EY being EY goes after the ankle. And, oh, my yep. goodness, we've got a surprise guest. Yeah, Ryan Joy, uh, is he still retired here? here, here. Oh, not no. Lionel Richie was in my head the entire time. He was hobbling down that aisle to save Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, Baltimore's own. Yeah. Yes, Baltimore's own. He's a Baltimore guy. Baltimore. Yeah, well, he'll he'll be making a, his way to the impact zone tonight, so we'll see. Yeah, Rich Swan. He said he's still in the wall. <laughs> and Al just threw himself off the show. This is not the first time. <laughs> he'll get it back he'll get it back and I, I love how like we have to like look around the eyes so anyway Ryan uh... <laughs> there we go oh and now he's muted and apparently you're not supposed to hit the right click button 
<laughs> you went the way of Rich Swan there. Yeah, I know. I was not going all night long. Apparently, I was getting uh, cutting myself off my own. Retired track. and came back. Um. So a fun uh, John the Con, fun NXT, uh, NXT, fun Impact Tag Team Championship match. Uh, we'll get into the match first, uh, and then we'll cut to Ryan for the afterwards shenanigans. But great match. Uh, the Machine Guns and the Rascals, every week, sure, I'm in. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, uh, and and the Machine, you know, every week the Machine Guns kind of pull out something a little bit new. Uh, they finished that one with with what I guess could be best described as a two-winged angel. Uh, you know, a two-man, uh, you know, a stick em, uh, the driver there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Jesus, play this as many times over and over as you want because – I can't get enough of, especially the machine guns. Yeah, they, they, I have written down on my notes: great double teams by the machine guns on Wentz's knees. They just worked him over. <laughs> Wentz, Wentz probably stayed in bed on Wednesday, I and mean, he was that was <laughs> that was tough. But then, then here comes the hashtag bleep show, Ryan Joy. Here comes the North. Then here comes Madman and Ace, and then here comes the Good Brothers. And the the, the funny thing is. You see, okay, this is you got four teams right there. You got the machine guns, and then you got the North who want their belts back. You got Madman and Ace, you know, the whatever. And then the Good Brothers came. To the, so you, I, I'm kind of thinking, like, man, the Rascals, man, they just got figured out of this real quick. And then here they come. So they jump on the bottom. They just we got a five team bleep show, Rye. Yeah, and it, it's so that I think what they're trying to show us is, hey, we've got a pretty deep. AEW is not the only only. Uh, show with a deep tag team division. Here we got five people, five teams in one angle. We got another whole set of matches. You know, we got Triple XL versus Deaners. So we got a deep division too. Yeah, and they do. Look at those teams. Those teams are good. Machine Guns, Rascals, The North. I know Ace Austin, Matt Ben Fulton just thrown together, but they're going to be a force. It's a deep division. It is, and we're going to see we're going to see four of those five teams uh, tonight. Rye, yep. uh, we got the North teaming up. With Madman Fulton and Ace Austin uh, going against the Machine Guns and the Rascals, uh, the Good Brothers are the odd team out here. You know, it's you got you know, save them for the big shows, right? You know, they don't need to be in this uh, debacle. Uh, Ryan, who you got? Well, seeing that both of these four team units are undefeated at this stage, um, I'm going to go with the I'm going to go with the bad guys, the North. I'm not picking against them. All right, John the Con, who you got? Yeah, give me the heels because it, it, it uh, if once again, if they're going to stay consistent, which I know is taking a big leap of faith talking about impact and consistency, <laughs> if they're going to stay consistent, the heels will take this one, maybe even lump them up after the match, and then you got the good brothers who can come in for the stage, for the save, excuse me, and you've got all five involved again. Yeah, it's, I, I'm going to go with Ace Austin with the pin. Like I said, they they took that straight up loss to the Rascals. Um, I think they they need something back here. They need some kind of receipt for taking a clean loss there. And like I said, I said it earlier in the show. Um, they're my pick to beat the Machine Guns. Give me Ace Austin and Madman Fulton uh, the rest of the way to maybe set up them against the Good Brothers again at Slam Anniversary. Um, that's where I'm going with that. I don't think the Good Brothers are going to discriminate, though. I think they're going to just, they'll just beat up anybody who's in the ring. Good point. That's that's possible too. It's possible too. Yep. 
Um, TJP and Chris Bay uh, with an absolutely amazing match. Uh, Sensut roll-up uh, for the pinfalls, how it ended. Uh, I'm not sure how it ended it that way, but still, again, every, sure, every week. Why not? It gave me, gave me Machine Guns versus the Rascals, and then gave me TJP versus Chris Bay. I'm all in. Uh, actually, we just this actually, we don't even have the graphic for it. The match was just added uh, right before we went on air. We got TJP versus Trey of the Rascals. Knee-jerk reaction. John DeConnie, did you know about this? We did not. Uh, I did not. No, uh, I heard about it in uh, gorilla position from uh, from you, you good folks. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you make me uh, on the spot pick it. Give me TJP again. Yeah, I, it's, I, 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 I would love – I love how Trey's getting mixed into this. Give, you know, if you got Trey and Chris Bay and TJ Pay <laughs> with Ruhi Rajay. <laughs> Ryan, who do you got? Uh, that's a nice fatal four-way. There you go. See how it's going. Yeah, I think it's TJP. He got one big win last week. Build him. Keep building him. Uh, and let him get let him get that title shot at Bound for Glory. Yes. A long time between now and then, I know, but yeah, I say it's like another six, seven weeks, right? Sure. Feels like months. Yep. Uh, Brian Myers. <laughs> Brian Myers. Uh, kudos to Brian Myers. He actually competed in the match last week and won against Willie Mack. Um, he didn't do his calisthenics. He didn't do uh, his spray tanning, and he didn't get the oil up. Uh, it was an on-the-spot match for Brian Myers. Kudos to him for overcoming those odds. Um, and he defeated Willie Mack. Uh, what did he do? Yeah, low blow, uh, followed by an impaler DDT. Uh, they're going to go at it one more time uh, now that Myers has a uh, full week to prepare. Um, Myers is up 2-0 in the series here. John Connie, can Willie Mack get a win here? You know, uh, once again, I feel bad for Willie Mack, but when you're dealing with the most professional wrestler and he's had a full week to plan, I mean, oh, yeah. last week last week he pulled out a DDT that was, dare I say, glorious. Uh, you know, uh, how do you not pick him uh, this week, too? I miss Bobby. Uh, Ryan Joy, who do you got? Willie Mack is on a five-match losing streak. He went 9-0, and and now he's 9-5. I think Chris Bay twice and now Brian Myers twice. Right? Who's the fifth one against? Chris Bay twice. Brian. Oh, the tag team match that got Chris Bay the match. Okay, I got you. So Chris Bay three times. Yes. Wow. I go. Uh, I'm going Myers. Yeah, no reason to go against Brian Brian Myers right now. This isn't WWE. Either. I don't know if they have buyback wins, uh, as I call them. You know, one guy wins one week, the other guy wins the other week, so nobody gets buried. And uh, something struck a nerve with Al. <laughs> you know, well, you know why? Try being a fan of this guy your entire life. That's why. That's why I'm there's, there's no one who gets accused of using a shovel more. So I know exactly why that hit a chord. <laughs> you guys, sorry, I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see, there's a, a knockouts tag team match. Uh, they were doing an interview with Kylie Ray and uh, Susie after their uh, their first week back in the Impact Zone from Russell House was interrupted by the knockouts champion Deanna Perrazzo and her associate Kimberly. Um, so they're going to go out in the tag team match. Kylie Ray is the number one contender after her uh, win at Slammiversary. 
Uh, hope that kind of plays out to slam uh, to Bound for Glory. That'd be awesome. But Ryan, before I take this graphic down, uh, promote your boys. Yeah, I Draw Wrestlers has uh, has been doing all, all these Impact wrestlers that you see that are illustrated, but all done by I Draw Wrestlers. You can see them on uh, Instagram and Facebook. All righty. So, John Connie, our senior Impact correspondent. I don't believe I gave you your official title for this show yet. You are our Impact guy. Yeah, you buddy. own the night, John DeConi. Who do you got? Uh, you know what? Since uh, Kimberly is in this match to take the pinfall for uh, Deanna, I'm going to go with Kylie Ray continuing on her role. Yeah, I'm, I'm still going to go with Deanna with the win, but you're exactly right. Ryan Joy. <laughs> I like I like Kylie Ray in this match. Um, I think that that unit is going to win. But look for slowly Sue Susie turning into Sue Young, and what's that the impact of that going to be on the future title shot or challenger afterwards? So, yeah, there's uh, she got some blood on her hands at the end of Wrestle House, Ryan. I think she's uh, I think the Undead Bride is not too far behind. <laughs> Uh, yeah, coming up. I, don't I, I, swear I thought she was the one who stole the Deaner's beer, but <laughs> nope, it was crazy. Steve couldn't read the label. I lost the office pool on that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Ty Valkyrie had a match, uh, she had a run in, uh, due to the wedding planning, uh, for Johnny Bravo and for Rosemary. Uh, Ty wants to take control of the whole thing. Um, Tasha Steeles and Kiara Hogan telling, you know, Johnny to step up, man, I'm playing your own wedding, which kind of just, I, I don't get that one. Uh, you know, I figured the woman will have the major part of it. I know my, I let my wife, uh, plan, you know, pretty much the majority of the three that we had to plan, um, due to the COVID circumstances. But then during the match, you can know Bravo was on the phone the entire time with the wedding. Uh, Taya got the win still. After the road to Valhalla, um, but you got to wonder if this is going to be an ongoing theme. And we have Ty Valkyrie going up against uh, Kiara Hogan, uh, Tasha Steele's tag team partner. Uh, you're probably going to see it again. One of these times, it's going to bite him. It's going to bite him in the, in the you know what, and it's going to cost Ty a match. And then, uh, uh, Bleep's going to hit the fan, Ryan Joy. Yeah, I think eventually, yeah. Um... But, you know, you, you may have let your wife plan the majority of your wedding, but you didn't yeah. let some other random woman yeah. <laughs> plan, plan the wedding. So uh, I'm still picking Taya Valkyrie in this match. I, I'm anxious for Taya to get back on track and have another strong singles run. So I'm picking her. Taya's got some great ideas, though, John DeConnie. Ice sculptures, I believe she was saying. It's, as a guy who loves ice as much as I do. <laughs> <laughs> Tanya's got some spot-on ideas. Who do you got for the match? Yeah, uh, you know what? Give me, uh, give me Kira Hogan here, just for the pure entertainment value of uh, the reckoning that uh, Bravo will face if he's on the phone yeah. again for the whole match. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll do that. We'll, yeah, we'll do Kira Hogan. Right? Then there's gonna be, there's gonna have to be the tag team match next week. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll make throw that prediction where Rosemary's gonna get involved, um, and then you know. Maybe she's gonna be on the phone too. That's gonna to be that's what's gonna happen. There you go. So I'm gonna go tie a Valkyrie tonight. Then next week, Rosemary's gonna kind of cut off because Bravo's gonna need her help with something on the phone and completely hang Ty out to dry. That's how that's gonna go. 
All right, so we're going to go tie a Valkyrie tonight, though. Here we go. Um, Keith uh, Heath needs some more uh, money for campaigning that Rhino is going to go get, uh, most likely from Hernandez. So here we go again with Rhino and Hernandez, which is not getting old to me. Uh, it's not pretty, but uh, I love it. I, I think it's absolutely great that Rhino and Hernandez had this feud over arm wrestling and money and whatnot. Uh, pretty good. Um, we have a new talk show starting tonight. John DeConnie will leave you out of this conversation. Actually, we're just going to fast forward right through it. Rob Van Dam has the whole effing show uh, starting tonight. I uh, say, so we have this conversation. Let's just, yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> going to be more of uh, KB Forbes talking than Rob. Uh, that's what we're kind of thinking here. So uh, let's just hope that we're wrong. Uh, but then again, I guess it's going to be a hit show because if you're going up against locker room talk and the ratings, I guess that's what's <laughs> this is really going to be that hard. That's the highest rated segment in all of Impact Wrestling. I think we have more viewers than Locker Room Talk does. <laughs> uh, we have one more match to get to real quick. Uh, Ryan Joy, you uh, you can take, make your first pick on this one because you just mentioned it briefly. We have the rematch from probably one of the greatest Wrestle House segments there was. Um, in the grand finale episode, we got Triple XL going against the Teeters. Just, that was this just kind of surprised me when I when I ran the, uh, the tag rankings or the tag records on these. Triple <laughs> XL has a triple XL bad free bad rank uh, win loss record, and the Deaners are undefeated. I'll go the Deaners. Yeah, is it the Deaner, the Deaners. Uh, I guess I will say they got the win. Um, I didn't count the Wrestle House. They got the Fuji in. I, I know cousin Jake got the Fuji in. Yeah, <laughs> John DeConnie, who do you got? I'm gonna go with the Deaners. I like the Deaners; they're fun. Give me Triple XL just for the fun of it, <laughs> as as a fellow fat man. <laughs> All right. Um, NXT. Uh, I'm sorry. Impact uh, does own their night back. Um, last week they didn't. Last week they had um, to deal with night two. Of Super Tuesday in NXT, uh, where I mentioned at the beginning of the show, Finn Balor, he joins a very exclusive club, uh, becoming a two-time NXT champion, along with Samoa Joe and along with Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, you got the 1916, Ryan. You're shooting the guys. I'll go with you this one. You got the 1916, or I guess some kind of variation of that DDT. Off the top rope for the win after they each kicked out of each other's finishers. Yeah, I, thought, I mean, I, the whole match I thought was was pretty good, and then um, you build to that point where you know Finn Balor is, is hurt. He climbs the he climbs the ropes. Adam Cole comes after him. Nineteen sixteen, some sort of DDT suplex maneuver for the win. All good. I'm I'm ready for the Balor era. Balor versus Walter. Take over yeah, yeah, champion versus champion. We, we might see that. You know, war games is coming up. I don't. I don't know. Maybe if, if, if you can get Imperium. Uh, I know two guys are already here. Uh, we'll get to them in a second. Uh, Wolf and Walter, I still believe, are overseas. Uh, but war games is coming up. We got to start making some war games predictions, Survivor Series predictions. We're gonna have a little bit of fun in the next coming weeks. Those are my two. Uh, two of my favorite shows. Uh, but afterwards, John DeConi, uh Adam Cole showing face tendencies here. Yeah, he, he he gave a nod. You know, he said that the better man won. 
Uh, it won't happen the same way, uh, you know, when they meet again. But, you know, he gave him a little too sweet backstage. And then, uh, you know, called him the better man tonight. So, you know, maybe right now he's not in full D-bag mode. But you never know. It's always just around the corner, right, for the UE? Yeah, Finn Balor's in the two suite. They can do that to each other. Finn Balor was the original leader of the, the Bullet Club. He is an original member. He is the original leader. Um, later on down the line, Adam Cole was the leader of, like I guess, the Ring of Honor division. Um, of the Kenny Omega run Bullet Club, and it was over in Japan when they actually had this spread. I believe uh, Cole had control of like the, the, the Bucks and Marty Skrull uh, over stateside in Ring of Honor's version um, of the collective unit. It was all one group. But uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Uh, I said tune in tomorrow night to see where we're going to go. I'm sure Finn Bowers going to come out first. And uh, I don't know if it's going to be Cole. I don't know if it's going to be Ciampa. Uh, I, I don't know who's next. Uh, his first challenger is going to be, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, there was a steel cage match on NXT last week as well. We had two cage matches uh, between last night on Raw, between El Hijo de Mysterio and Seth Rollins. Uh, last Wednesday, we had Rhea Ripley and Mercedes Martinez. Uh, that was uh, John DeConi just as good, if not better, than, than Dom and Seth. I'd say it was better. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, yeah, you had the gals bringing plunder into the cage with them. You know, uh, uh, Mercedes came down with a kendo stick and, uh, and dug a couple of chairs out. Uh, so not to be outdone, Rhea dragged a table in before the match even started. So, you know, good stuff. Yeah, and that table uh, that table was what was uh, Mercedes Martinez's end fall. She, uh, she took the riptide uh, through a table off the top rope. Yeah. Dry and joy. Yeah, glad to see the main event, too. Um you know, they had, they had a world title match um, to start the show, and then they ended with the steel cage show between the two women. Good match. Period on the on the feud, I think. And we'll see where we go from here. Yeah, Rhea Ripley, is she officially done with the Roberts? I mean, that feud was just way too short, though. I mean, that's like, how long have Tom and Seth been going on? You know, and we get Rhea Ripley and Mercedes Martinez for, what, two weeks, three weeks? Like, this I don't know. I feel like it's over though, but yeah. I, I don't also don't see Rhea Ripley immediately going to Io Shirai. So no, I, this is going to war games. I, I, can you stretch these two team Mercedes versus team Ripley um, in war games? Like, can we do this? Be worth a shot. That's oh, that's a long time. We were just saying like how we're gonna go bound for glory. Bound for glory. Oh, yeah, that's right. On another four after that for war. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bronson Reed defeated Austin Theory after Tsunami Splash on the top. I like the name of that. I think they very well done. Um, it was actually kind of funny. Theory went for his ATO. He, he tried to lift up. You see his legs wobbling under him like he couldn't hold. I thought that Austin Theory, you know what? Thinking about it now, you know, hindsight's 2020. You know, we all had Austin Theory, at least most of us did. Uh, you know, he's still got to get punished, I guess. He just he just got demoted. He was he was suspended, apparently. Well, SpongeBob suspended him. Uh, I guess he's got to pay his dues before he gets back up on top again. Uh, going back to the Robert Stone brand, uh, Robert Stone actually found Shotzi's tank in the back, the bane of his existence, his Shotzi Blackheart's tank. Uh, Shotzi confronted Stone, uh, Stone about it. Then uh, Shotzi gets shown by Alita, who accidentally bumps into uh, the NXT Women's Champion, Io Shirai. They spill over into the ring. 
And here we go. Uh, it ends up uh, they gang up on Aaliyah and Robert Stone. Uh, but then they kind of look at each other. Shotzi kind of gave you a look, say, okay, here we go. I want a piece of I want to shout out the title. I want to shout out the title. Uh, it's not a title match right now, but they're going to go at it tomorrow night um, in a non-title match. Like I said, NXT, they don't keep track of the records. I don't think this is an FTR case. Um, maybe Shotzi does some, pull some kind of miracle win here in Earl Town shot, Sean Connie. Yeah, maybe even, uh, you know, uh, the Robert Stonebrand uh, tries to get involved and accidentally costs EO the match or something like that, you know, something to give them a reason to then do it for the title, I suppose. Yeah, Ryan Joy, like I said, yeah, Robert Stone's going to, he's going to play a factor into this. Yeah, I, I think um, I think it's going to be EO Shirai wins with some outside help from Robert Stone. Not, not that he, she's requesting the help, but, you know, it's just going to be something that happens. Yeah, the champ's undefeated. I mean, I'll stay with her right now for staying undefeated, but I if, if you have people like Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox and all these, you know, top notch women, they can't beat O'Shirai. And then Shotzi's gonna do it. Like I just feel like that's a little and that's not a shot on Shotzi yet. I just feel like she's new and she's just not I don't know. I don't I just don't put her on the same level as Tegan and Dakota right now. And yeah, this, could be, is, this could be Shotzi showing that she can go. Yeah. And then we look forward to a title match down the road. Um, staying in the women's division, uh, dinner at the Gargano's. Uh, didn't go as we thought, John DeConnie. Like I said, I, I thought Tegan was going to be in trouble the entire night. I'm like, she's going to get, get crushed. She's going to get crushed. It just turned into a food fight, and actually they had reconciled yeah. right up until the end. And they're just like, all right, here's cheers to you know, Candace. It's like, cheers to me winning the NXT Women's Championship. And Tegan's like, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> and let the food fight begin. So uh, they, they're going to go right back at it, put those two in the ring. Um, I'm actually looking extremely looking forward to that. That match is going to be out of control. I don't care if it's for a title or not. Um, that match is going to be amazing. Uh, Roderick Strong defeated Killian Dane with a jumping knee. Uh, took one jumping knee to take down Killian Dane after um, interference or distraction from Bobby Fish. Of the undisputed era, I figured it would have taken a little bit more to take down Killian Dane. Uh, but then Drake Maverick tried to come out for a save as well, and he got slapped or punched for his efforts again by Killian Dane. Uh, I, I think eventually those two are gonna Drake's gonna keep coming at him. It's gonna be kind of funny. Uh, but we actually have two titles going into tomorrow night. Uh, they're going right back on Wednesday into the Wednesday night wars. Um, they're going guns a blazing. Like I said, two title matches. The first one. Um, Imperium is getting a rematch for the NXT Tag Team Championships against our beloved champions of Brizongo. Hey, everybody, look, it's Tyler. <laughs> Again, we will put up Tyler's uh, Twitter address later. Not Tyler Breeze, but Tyler Dale to help him out. But um, Ryan, we need an updated graphic with the championship belt here. They're going to defend. They got Brizongo. We got to update your graphics here. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I think. Uh... I, I'm going to go Brazongo here. It just doesn't make sense for them to drop the belts right away with no defenses. Yeah, the only the only uh, thing I would say that would work for Imperium's favor is exactly what Gary said at the top of the show. Um, if you got Walter as champ, you got Imperium as uh, a different brand's tag champ, but they still have gold. And then somehow Alexander Wolf wins that tournament for the uh, for the Heritage Cup. And then John the Con Imperium's looking pretty good. Yeah, you, you've got a new uh, you got a new we got all the gold scenario going on. Yeah, but, uh, 
I, I'm going to stick with Breezango because, I mean, for the love of God, they're not Sasha Banks. <laughs> Yet to be proven. <laughs> um, and then speaking of somebody else making their first title defense, I guess we're going to keep taking shots to Sasha Banks. Uh, Damien Priest is actually going to be putting up uh, his, his newly won North American Championship against Timothy Thatcher. Um, John Smith is probably watching this right now. He's been chiming in all night. I just put the one comment up. Uh, he called me out for saying Lucha Express, so I didn't want to you know, promote that. <laughs> but uh, this is the match that he wants. I don't know who he would take. I feel like he wants Thatcher deep down, but I got a funny feeling it's uh, Damien Priest would be his pick. It's going to be my pick. Um, maybe not a clean win maybe some kind of disqualification I, I just i feel this going deeper uh than tomorrow night john the yeah yeah i i, I think uh <clears throat> they're setting up damien uh priest to not that thatcher's a good guy by any means but uh, they're giving i feel like they're giving damien kind of a, a a sleazy kind of feel to him you know he's, he's hitting on the the interviewer last week and her into the hot tub, and you know that's his celebration after every match. So yeah, I, I think Priest wins here, and by almost you know maybe not heel tactics, but like I don't know, there's just a, there's no there's no good feel to his title run right now. It's a little weird. No, thing. he's 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 the anti-hero. It's like you know, like I said he kind of went face over that uh, during that loss to Finn Balor, but I don't think he really changed who he was. He's just fighting bad guys now. Ryan Joy. Yeah, Priest. I mean. I agree. It seems like the young, you have a little John Smith heel on heel action here. That's what it feels like. But I I like Thatcher. I think it could be a good match. But I think Priest. Yeah, and I think Thatcher would make a great North American champion. I just don't think it's going to be tomorrow night. Yep. Uh, it's just way too soon after that huge monumental win by Damian Priest um, at NXT Takeover. Um, so that will do it for NXT and that will do it for all of the shows. We're going to wrap it up real quickly at the hour 45 mark. Again, I tried, I tried and I tried. I felt good throughout the entire show. Still can't do it. Um, real quick, as you mentioned, Sasha Banks and he's forgot to give the shout out last week. Um, the interview right before the match, the, the women's tag team championship match for Sasha and Bailey were going, that interview was uh, conducted by Elise Ashton. Uh, for those who don't know, local girl gone good. She is the former in-game host for the New York Islanders. Um, and I gave her credit. Those two had an ongoing feud. No, they were waiting. Were waiting and it took Elise Ashton's hard-hitting questions, tough-nose <laughs> reporting, to finally put the nail in those two coffins. So Elise Ashton, congratulations. You were the one that broke up the greatest women's tag team of all time. With the smart, the greatest woman's feud of all time. And uh, she got in a hard-hitting question. She interviewed AJ Styles this past Friday on SmackDown. Uh, she's not screwing around. Somebody put a uh, fun tweet uh, that she is the April O'Neil of Friday Night SmackDown. <laughs> so good for her. Um, close the show. Here we go. We got number 28 coming up on my WrestleMania favorite match. And I said I was watching this smiling uh, while we were pre-production on mute, so I didn't actually give it away. Um, a set of the show spoiler. Uh, this is episode 19 of EWP. This match is actually from WrestleMania 19. I believe this is the only time uh, that this is a coincidence. Uh, probably not the match you think of, but it's gonna be the match you're gonna see. Like, oh, that's right, that match was awesome. The WWE Tag Team Championship Triple Threat match 
between Team Angle, the Guerreros, and the unlikely team of Chris Benoit and Rhino, this match was just everything you could possibly want. All six guys in their prime in 2003 uh, at a baseball stadium in Safeville Field. Team Angle just in the company, not even a month and a half. They won the belt right away, walked into Safeco Field, um, and I believe the end. The match ended. Rhino was in the ring, uh, speared both uh, uh, Shelton. Uh, you speared both Charlie Haas and Chavo Guerrero, but then Benjamin, uh, Shelton Benjamin was actually the legal man. He came in and pinned Chavo um, after the gore for the win. Uh, the Guerreros, we know, are an amazing tag team. Both Chris Benoit and Rhino missed the WrestleMania prior 18 due to neck surgeries. Um, everything about that match was just absolutely greatness. It gets forgotten in a lot of the conversations, and I guess rightly so. There's a lot of great matches in WrestleMania history. That one is one of my favorites, though. John DeConi, any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I, I, I remember it when that, you know, it was one of those things you sparked the memory of it, and I remember rooting like you wouldn't believe for uh, Team Angle because uh, not that we were friends or anything, but uh, the, the Haas brothers were freshmen at Seton Hall with me in 92. So oh, I, wow. was all, I was all about the world's greatest tag team. Wow. And they said they were Team Angle at the time. They were in the company for a month and a half, Ryan Joy. And you remember how they came in? No. They were a gift from Paul Heyman to Kurt Angle. That's right. Kurt Angle was with Paul Heyman at that time. And Kurt, I'm going to give you something. We got two collegiate athletes, and as it was Team Angle was born, um, I believe I said Kurt, uh, that was his last WrestleMania. Uh, he had to go with next surgery. Team Angle probably, disp- I think they disbanded right after that, became the world's greatest tag team. Uh, but that is that. That is that story. That was, uh, that was number 28. W. What's that? That was the last time Shelton Benjamin got a W. Yeah, I think that's his only WrestleMania win. I believe he's one in six. <clears throat> and Rhino hasn't aged. Rhino has not, Rhino was a lot thinner back then, though. Rhino was moving around. He was hustling. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, next week, once again, next week, uh, it'll be number 27. There are now 27 weeks. We're now we're still at 28 weeks. 28 weeks away from WrestleMania 37. For those that actually checked out Sunday Night Football between the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Rams, they did a lot of in-depth looking at SoFi Stadium, the $5 billion complex that hopefully, God willing, WrestleMania 37 will be at that facility. Again, $5 billion. I believe the next uh, most expensive stadium on the list was like 2.1, and I forget which one it was. It wasn't MetLife, but MetLife was top three, I think. Um. No, the Raiders play. The Raiders is like 2.1 billion. The Raiders just cracked 2 billion. Uh, but it's where the Rams and the Chargers are playing, five billion dollar complex. And it's absolutely gorgeous. I am excited for WrestleMania, which is now in 26 uh, 28 weeks. Go to minutesthebelltime.com. Subscribe to the Body Slam Brigade weekly newsletter. Ryan does a great job reading, uh, writing it. Uh, it's a very enjoyable read. I uh, will put the yeah, you got to put that back up. Uh, next week, please come back again. We're going to be episode 20, where it all begins again. <laughs> next Tuesday at 6 o'clock, uh, please join us on YouTube on the I-95 Sports Networks and the Blackjack Media Networks. Um, we love having you guys. Please like the show. Please love the show. 
And again, for anybody that can help out Tyler Adele with his issues, please tweet Tyler uh, with your soothing recommendations. It could be it doesn't have to be prescription, um, any type of herbal medicine, anything that you need. Please tweet Tyler um, at his handle right there with the hashtag Tyler's butt is burning. Thank you very much for joining us. For Ryan Joy, our senior, uh, you got a lot of titles now, NJPW, Ring of Honor, NWA correspondent. For John DeConi, our senior impact correspondent. John Smith will be back next week. Hopefully, Tyler will be well. Thank you very much, Gary Mahaffey, for staying up so late over across the pond in England to talk some UK with us. We are so happy to have you. And again, thank you very much for watching. Alexa Bliss, again, I almost never. Alexa Bliss, we love you. Keep doing that, Sister Abigail girl. Oh, that was oh, this She is going to be so much fun in the next couple of weeks. John DeConi, take it away. Yes, indeed. Thanks for joining us. And as always, we wish you the best in all your future endeavors. <laughs> yes, the UK is back, baby.